This is episode number 17 of Ships on Being Intentional with Our Social Media Use. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew, and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode 17 of Ships. Today, we're going to be talking about being intentional with our social media use. This is definitely a hot topic in today's age where you see news stories every day of excessive technology use, of social media being one of the root causes of increases in depression and anxiety. And it really is amazing just seeing the impact that technology is having, not only on kids and teenagers, but also on us as adults. I cannot thank you all enough for tuning into this podcast and really picking up some words of wisdom. And I'm very encouraged by you all in saying what episodes you enjoy, why you enjoy them. And I'm going to do my best to continue to bring the bacon when it comes to the ship's podcast. And so we've talked a lot on this podcast on a wide variety of topics centered around the importance of genuine human relationships in the digital age. And specifically with today, it's interesting with social media because we are always connecting to one another. We're always planning Facebook events, even though like now we're invited to everybody's Facebook events. So it's become very difficult to track Facebook events. But anyways, it's a great way to connect with people. It's a great way to stay in touch with people. It's a lot of fun sharing pictures, sharing videos with the Facebook or Instagram or Twitter community. And so because social media can be a lot of fun, it's very easy to default to that, especially if we're standing, waiting for something, or if we're sitting somewhere, maybe on our commute, and we're incredibly bored. It's very easy just to, oh, you know, let's see what's going on in social media. But we want to make sure that we're very intentional with our social media use. It's very tempting sometimes to just post things all uh, willy-nilly, but we're not really thinking about why we are posting something. Now, if you were to ask someone, oh, why are you posting this? They'll most likely say, oh, well, we want our, our friends to, to know about something that's happening in our lives. Maybe I went on a vacation or... Maybe I released a podcast episode. That kind of sounds like someone who's familiar. And we have reasons why we post things. But before we post, we should really be considering who this post is serving. Will this post serve the people who are looking at it? And while I would caution against posting strong political 
beliefs on social media, these beliefs often get a huge reaction and a lot of engagement. And I think at the end of the day, we're posting because we're seeking attention from one another, whether it be promoting ourselves and our work or looking to get some sort of reaction, maybe in the form of political beliefs within the social media community. For the most part, I think posting most things is fine, even if it starts to stir the pot of controversy a little bit because we are getting that engagement, because we're facilitating conversation, even though it's conversation that's happening in the digital form. But with all that said, what we need to be careful about is not attaching our self-worth to what's happening on social media, to how many likes we may get on Facebook or Instagram, to how many comments we may receive. Because if we're attaching ourselves and our self-worth to really this surface level metric, then it can prove to be really disastrous. In a few weeks, we're going to have this amazing guest on the podcast. Her name is Christina Crook. And in the episode, a little sneak preview here, she talks about how minuscule the amount of effort it takes to like something on social media. It really doesn't take that much effort. All it does is, is you know, you're scrolling through your social media, you see something you like, and then all you have to do is click the like button, and then that's it. It is such a minuscule task from the viewpoint of the person who's liking it, but from the person who's receiving it, we attach so much value and so much power onto such a minuscule act. And when I was talking to Christina and, you know, you kind of take a step back and you look at it that way, it really, really opens my eyes. And I hope it opens yours as well, that when it comes to likes and comments, while yes, they do do feel good, it's really important not to get too attached to them. So I'm really looking forward to sharing that episode with you all. So stay tuned. Teenagers specifically feel that being on social media is an absolute necessity. I've heard a lot of them say, whether it be through articles, through books, through research studies, that they say it's an absolute necessity because, quote-unquote, everything happens there. Today, our online community, the internet, social media, is such a vibrant and active place that more is happening online than is happening in real life. And because that's the case, we feel the need to always check in, to always figure out what's going on, to figure out what's the latest and greatest going on in our news feeds, it's also the reason why we endlessly check our email, too. We're always refreshing. We're always seeing if something's new. And it's very much in the vein of what Tristan Harris, who's one of the co-founders of the Center for Humane Technology, talks about social media being a slot machine. And we're always looking for these signs of validation, whether it be through a message, a like, or a comment. And... This online world has become so enticing that it has become the norm. The real life world that we are living in is now a distraction from where we want our attention to be, 
which is online. And because real life moves seemingly slow in comparison to the online world, many of us cannot resist the temptation of jumping from one social media platform to another or one website to another. And it's not just kids and it's not just teenagers. I think as adults, we really like to push the blame on teenagers and kids or say that they're the only ones who are suffering because, oh, we're the adults and we know better. But I think that this issue is almost as bad with adults. I can't say it's exactly the same because teenagers and kids are growing up with this technology in their hands and they don't really know a world that is void of social media or smartphones. But this power has taken over the adults as well, the digital immigrants as the professionals may call them. So it's really important to keep this in mind, not just for teenagers and not just for kids, but just for people in general. The large majority of us do not go on social media with a purpose, but more so as a relief from boredom. And we aren't really being intentional with our use. Social media is a great outlet for connecting with new people, planning events, and promoting your work, as I was discussing before. But if we let it consume us, we don't stand a chance. And we really aren't giving ourselves the opportunity to resist social media. We're creating an environment for ourselves that we are always going to react to what's happening online, whether it's when our phone bings, when it rings, when it buzzes, when it lights up. It really creates this environment that's very reactive. And soon we lose touch with our time and five minutes turns into two hours. So while Facebook, while Instagram might be great for making initial connections, we can't really reach a true depth online. Everything, like I was saying before, is very surface level. And there are limits with regards to how deep we can go. And so, sure, someone can post a very vulnerable message on their profile, sometimes for good reasons, sometimes it's sort of attention-seeking. But the responses to that post are still going to be pretty shallow, no matter how many comments or likes that this person receives. These comments might say like, oh, hang in there, or my thoughts are with you. I don't know. There's something about posting and publicly broadcasting that can be attention-seeking sometimes. And it's important that we don't fall into that because if we're searching for some sort of deep, meaningful relationship through social media, we're going to be incredibly disappointed. Pete Dunlap was in a past episode, it was either a couple weeks ago, and he talked about how a great way to be more intentional with your social media use is to regulate as much tasks as you can, or rather delegate as much tasks as you can to your laptop. So it's not so much that social media is the issue per se, but it's the fact that we have the opportunity to carry social media with us 24-7. And if we're able to limit that through using our laptop for most social media interactions, 
for email, for a wide variety of things that really don't need to be on our smartphone at the end of the day. If we could limit that, it will allow us to be more fully in the moment and more fully present. We could also turn off the notifications on our phone. I wrote about this recently in one of my blog posts. Notifications used to notify us on comments that we received, on photos that our friends might have commented on or liked. Really, notifications notified us on things that were happening on social media that we were actively engaged with, whether it be a comment, a like, a post that we had made. <laughs> but now, notifications tell us what our friend we haven't seen in six years ate for lunch <laughs> or something along those lines. So instead of notifying us, these notifications are just used as a ploy to get us onto the social media platform and really to just steal our attention. So we really have a responsibility to ourselves to set our behaviors. And as I was mentioning before, our environment, with that said, is much stronger than our willpower. If we don't create an environment that is going to serve us better, we'll never make any progress. So if you're looking to improve your relationship with social media and your phone, it's up to you to create an environment that will be most beneficial for you and one in which you won't be tempted to be on your phone all the time. So I don't really want to live by the mantra of telling you what to do. I think that only you know how best to serve yourself when it comes to regulating technology regulating how you use your smartphone, how you use social media. But I will say it's really important to be intentional with how you use it. And in order to be intentional, you definitely need to create an environment that you're going to excel in. Because otherwise, it's really easy to fall into old habits. If you're in the habit of checking your phone every single time it lights up or every single time it buzzes or every single time you feel it vibrate in your pocket, then that's going to be incredibly difficult to break unless you change the settings on your phone where it won't vibrate, it won't notify you of every single thing that happens in the online world that has a glimmer of relating to you. And so it's incredibly important to keep all of that in mind. Now, social media is great, obviously. It's fun and it's enjoyable to share happy memories and funny videos, but it can easily become addicting because of it being a feedback loop. Because when we put something out there, we're going to get feedback on social media. But if we are intentional with how we use social media and how we use technology, we can both reap the rewards of technology while also escaping its flaws. So at the end of the day, it's really creating an environment that's going to best serve you while being very purposeful and intentional every time you get on social media. Now, that's not to say that every now and then if you're bored to check social media 
that's not a sin. <laughs> but I really want to encourage you all in those moments of boredom to not default to your phone, to really have the opportunity to listen to what's going on around you, to look what's going on around you, and just be. Just take a moment to exist and not have to fill that void of boredom with your smartphone. Really just have the opportunity, or rather give yourself the opportunity to experience life and to experience the beauty of life separate from the online world. I really hope you enjoyed this discussion on being intentional with our social media use. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend who you think really needs to hear this message, who you think it will really resonate with. You could also leave a review. That would mean so much to me. And you could also subscribe to the podcast as well. So that way you're always updated on the latest and greatest episodes coming to you. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue making episodes like this, as well as having on inspiring and amazing guests for your benefit. So you could support this podcast by clicking the link in the show notes. I really enjoyed chatting with you all today. I hope that you implement some of these points into your life and into your week. And I look forward to catching you all in the next episode.